Let us pray. Lord our God, you are present with us. And despite the many things that might distract us, you speak the truth. Help us to know your presence this day and to respond to you as we reflect on your word. We pray in the name of Jesus Christ the Lord. Amen. Have you ever got back to your car and found that a bird has been and left something on the windscreen for you? When this happens, you get in the car and your vision is impaired. Your eye keeps being drawn to the mess that's been left. It becomes distracting. It actually becomes dangerous and you can't just wish it away. And if you turn on the wipers, it doesn't always get rid of it properly. It makes driving unsafe. And driving is safest when we've got good visibility and can see properly. Clean windscreens, well-adjusted mirrors, good position in the car. And likewise, life is best lived when we have a clear understanding and a clear vision of what's going on around us and what's going on for other people and ourselves and of the different ways that God is at work. But just like things happen to windscreens and they get dirty, there's all sorts of things in life that stop us seeing and responding to God. And if we can't see properly, we can't respond properly. We have something of a vision problem, not only in life but in faith. It's hard to do what Jesus says if we don't listen to his teachings. And it's hard to follow Jesus if we're not aware of the presence of Jesus in the world. And there are all sorts of things that might stop us seeing God. Sometimes it's a problem we're facing. Sometimes we're focused on something else. Think if we're driving, we're often so focused on the road and what's ahead of us that we can't see the views of the country that we're driving through. Or if we have friends over, we can be so busy cooking that we forget to enjoy the people who we're cooking for. It can be like this through all of life, that we get so focused on what we're doing that we forget to see what's happening around us. Or we find ourselves trying so hard to please God that we forget to enjoy God and receive the many gifts that God gives us. How often do we find ourselves like this, struggling to see, struggling to pay attention, distracted by the problems that we face or the troubles before us? How often do we miss the presence of the Lord amongst us as a result? We find that we have something of a vision problem and it's one that we can't solve ourselves. Today's reading is about God's presence with us. In the reading, we see the glory of Jesus Christ revealed. We see God's glory coming and ministering and moving around. Peter, James and John, who go up this mountain with Jesus, would have had all sorts of things going on. Plans, ideas, 
questions, dreams, hopes, challenges, frustrations, just like we all do. They would have had all sorts of things. Just prior to this, they would have heard Jesus talking about taking up a cross and following and would have heard Jesus talking in confusing language about dying and rising again. They wouldn't have known what he was talking about. But they knew Jesus, and they journeyed with Jesus for a long time. They knew he was a man, a carpenter from up Nazareth way, a guy who used to sit around the table with them, a man who would joke with them, a man who would eat meals with them and walk with them. They knew Jesus, a human who would tell stories and teach and encourage. But despite living in the presence of Jesus, and despite walking and talking with Jesus, the disciples had a vision problem and they couldn't see the glory of God that was in Jesus Christ. Despite following Jesus and seeing his miracles, they don't see the glory of God. Perhaps this is a comfort to us, to us normal people who don't walk in the physical presence of Jesus and who struggle to recognise the presence of God in our lives. These first disciples, despite all those advantages they had, even they couldn't fully see the glory of God. It reminds us that it's normal to struggle and it's normal to get distracted and it's normal to find ourselves at time cut off and struggling to recognise God. This is part of being human. I wonder what it is that stops you seeing God's goodness. Perhaps you find yourself preoccupied or feeling like you don't know how to pray properly. Perhaps you're harbouring something internally that's both wounding you but also closing you off from receiving grace. Perhaps you're just feeling overwhelmed by life and the challenges and the difficulties that you're facing and can't see past them. All of us have struggles to see. We all end up with things on the windscreen and lots of noises and struggles. But for the disciples, this time on the mountaintop was a sudden insight. It's like someone grabbed a brush and cleaned the windscreen for them, or like the curtains get pulled back or the clouds part and they can see suddenly the presence and the glory of God. And it happens in the normal and in the ordinary. It happens in the normal and the ordinary. It happens in this Jesus, this man who they know and who they have walked with, this Jesus who they've followed. Seeing and recognizing God is something that happens in the midst of the normal, ordinary life that we live. The moment on the mountain for the disciples is like a flash of insight that reveals the truth. It tunes their eyes so they can see deeper and can see more of what is unfolding around them. And then the word of the Father is spoken, which helps them understand. This moment... This mountaintop experience, this insight or this epiphany 
is a lesson. It helps them to see. It is God teaching, God showing, so they and so we can be attentive to the ways that God is in every moment and in the normal and the ordinary. This isn't unique to the disciples. It happens right through the scriptures. Remember Jacob fell asleep with his head on a rock and had a vision and an encounter with God. There was nothing special about the rock. It was just an ordinary, normal rock, but God was present and God changed it. Remember Balaam had a donkey talk to him. There was nothing special about the donkey, but God was present and used it to speak truth. Remember Jesus used a few loaves of bread to feed thousands of people and share the gospel. There was nothing special about the bread, but God was present and God changed it. Every moment, every moment in this world, every moment is ripe with the possibility of transfiguration because there is no place, there is not a space, there is not a time that is apart from God. There is nothing that God cannot use for his purposes and nothing that God cannot use to reveal his glory. The psalmist reminds us of this. The whole creation declares the glory of God, pouring forth speech and bearing witness, even if no one understands it. John Calvin said there's sparks of God's glory wherever we look. But we do sometimes go months or years without noticing that God is present or working amongst us. These moments where we gain a sudden insight, where we have a moment of clarity or a moment of peace in our souls, these are how God teaches us about his presence. These disciples on the mountain are learning in this moment that God is working. They're learning that there's no such thing as a God-forsaken place. Their windshields are being cleaned so they can see clearly and live rightly. This happens in the moment of encounter as they listen to God speaking. The light shines and they see and then God speaks and they can understand. We have the experience and the, world, the word helps us understand that experience. Peter could initially see that something special was happening. He had a plan of how he wanted to respond and what he thought was a good idea. And he wanted to build three houses, one for Jesus, Moses and Elijah. It's only as God speaks that Peter comes to understand and drops his plans and worships. It's only as God speaks that we truly understand what God is calling us to. So for us, the spiritual life we live is something we experience in these moments as God reaches out to us, as God graces us, as God attack, uh, attracts our attention. That's something we receive as God comes to us. And that's something we come to understand as we hear God's word. Maybe you've had some of these moments 
been in a beautiful spot, sensed the nearness of God. Maybe you've sensed God's presence in a difficult season and sensed God's compassion and care. Sometimes we have these mountaintop moments and God's word, which reminds us again and again of God's unfailing love, helps us understand these moments so we can recognise that God is gracing and teaching and encouraging us. So how do we see? How do we get past the difficulties that would distract us or keep us blind? Well, we listen for God's word and we seek and trust that God is present around us. We can't force these experiences to happen. We can't conjure up these moments by praying harder or singing louder or turning up the volume on the music. But we don't need to. Instead, we can trust that God is here. And this reading reminds us that God's glory has come amongst us in Jesus Christ. We can look for God's glory where we are in our normal, ordinary lives. Like when you go to the supermarket, it's just a normal shop, but God is there. When you go to a friend or a family member's house, it's just a house, but God is there. Wherever you are, wherever you go, God is present with you. So pay attention and consider those things that get in your way. Consider the things that catch your attention and draw it away from God. Maybe your cell phone, maybe a project you're working on, maybe a long-held obsession or expectation. Turn away from them. Peter only responded rightly when he listened and turned away from his own plans and own ideas. Peter only really responded rightly when he saw and listened and worshipped. He turned around. He repented. And as God comes to us in these moments, each one of these moments is given to comfort us, to teach us, and to invite us to change and to grow. As God comes and cleans off the windscreen so we can see, the word tells us to turn. God is in our lives and God teaches us to do justice, to love mercy and to walk humbly with the Lord. So may you trust and know the presence of God. And may you listen and hear the word of God. And may you respond and walk in the ways of Jesus Christ. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. Amen.